At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plant. It's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien Vivian McPeak will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, the weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly reefer radio rebellion against prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. In its 25th year, found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book, Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing, also found at hempfest.org. Today's show features some best of nuggets, and we'll be back with more dispatches from the front lines of the struggle for cannabis equality on Cannabis Radio, your source for the force of freedom. If you listen to this show regularly, you know that I am especially interested in speaking with medical cannabis patients and the parents of children who have conditions that benefit from the medical application of cannabis. Pop prohibition is supposed to be protecting Americans from the dangers of the cannabis plant. What's actually happening is that the government's causing needless pain and suffering for millions of Americans who could benefit greatly from cannabis and who are instead helplessly relying on the pharmaceutical industry, which offers an array of potentially deadly and addictive, cost-prohibitive, chemically-derived treatment, which may or may not be the most effective, least harmful substances that could be used to mitigate the effects of various medical conditions. 
Prohibition is not fixing any problems because the problem is prohibition itself. In fact, the entire history of prohibition is a story of one wrong fix after another for non-existent problems. And sadly, in that regard, the beat goes on. On July 1st, 2016, Washington State's medical marijuana dispensaries and collectives were officially shuttered, leaving only recreational stores licensed by the state with which to serve patients. The sinisterly named Cannabis Patient Protection Act, SB 5052, was created by a state legislature that's essentially clueless about cannabis, and the effect has been to chase many patients and parents of cannabis patients out of our state to seek their medicine and or to create great hardship for those patients who remain. Madeline Holt is three and a half years old and has a terminal genetic disorder that results in frequent seizures. On April 10th, 2015, Maddie's mother, Megan, was told by doctors to take her child home for one more night before she died, as the doctors had run out of options for her daughter. But Maddie's mother, Megan, had not yet run out of options. She had one option left to try, one that has kept little Maddie alive all this time. After applying cannabis on a daily basis, Megan reports that Maddie is not only still with us, but her seizures have become less frequent. While her mother still gives Maddie conventional drugs to manage her seizures, cannabis is now an essential daily part of the child's medical regimen. Maddie takes a minimum dose of 90 milligrams of CBD oil and 40 milligrams of THC oil to treat neuropathic pain, muscle spasms, and her seizures. Her mother, Megan, is convinced that without her daily dose of cannabis oil, Maddie might very well still not be alive. Megan Holt has joined me today from Children's Hospital in the Hempresent Virtual Studio. Welcome, Megan, to Cannabis Radio. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be on the radio and get to share Maddie's story of healing. Now, Megan, before you used cannabis oil to treat Maddie's seizures, had you any personal experience with the herb yourself? Um, I had, yeah. Um, I had used it in the past. Um, actually, when I was pregnant, um, previously, I had used it for dealing with post-traumatic stress disorder um, from actually losing a child um, with the same disease. He lived for one day, and I had two more stillborns. So when I became pregnant with Maddie, it was very difficult for me emotionally to deal with that. Um and little did I know I would be providing added health benefit. Um, Maddie was also actually born 12 weeks early and had no problems related to being born so early. So I now wonder if my cannabis use in pregnancy actually helped benefit Madeline. Um, but I really was uneducated on its true medical properties until Maddie got really sick and I started reading for myself, um, you know, what what's going on with this medical side of cannabis? So Maddie suffers from Zellweger syndrome, which there is no cure for, nor is there an accepted standard course of treatment as the disease forms during the fetal stage of development. How did you know to try cannabis and what was the process like? Um, I didn't have any indication to try cannabis. Um, for us, it truly was just one last hope. You know, I had already lost three children and having someone tell me that my child's going to die and there's nothing you can do about it was really hard for me to accept. So, you know, for me, it was a really quick Google search and cannabis popped right up for epilepsy. And, you know, the fight to getting it was ridiculous. I got really, really lucky and just got connected with some really good people because um, Zelliger syndrome is extremely rare. 
so once I was interested in cannabis, um, I was introduced to people who like Mich- Dr. Michelle Sexton, um, Sue Neal, who is another um, doctor Agarwal. in the cannabis world, but is, yes, he is very educated. Um, and then also Kat Jeter, who is a medicine maker who donates medicine to sick children, quality medicine. So I got really lucky and was shown the compassionate side of the community from the beginning. And so for me, you know, it was really hard when I started reading about, you know, well, what, what's my protection and giving her this and why is the hospital so against it and what's really going on. And I found out 5052 is happening and, you know, she got sick in April of 2015 and 5052 was passed just a couple months later. So we were really thrown under the bus, um, you know, and then last year we really tried, I testified on, um, uh, what was it? 6156, 5156, the house bill um, for home grow and sharing. And even that didn't pass. And, you know, for me, that's really sad as a parent to go there and tell my story and tell how my child has no more options. You know, from the point of diagnosis with Zelliger syndrome, most of these children, over 99% 99 of the babies do not live past their first year of life that's not acceptable. And so for me to find this treatment, a plant that's natural and it works and someone to tell me, Oh no, that's illegal. You can't do that. As a mother, I'm not going to put my child's life at risk by taking it away. So so Megan, effectively you're told your daughter has Mm -hmm. a terminal illness. There's no course of treatment for it. And you in effect identified and developed the course of treatment for your own daughter and perhaps saving her life. Yes. Definitely. And, you know, you know, you're doing something good when the modern medical community is saying, we wish we had more parents like you keep doing what you're doing. She's amazing. This is incredible. When you're changing the minds of doctors, because they're literally watching, they have no other choice. They've watched this kid go from spending 200 days in the hospital in 2015 to being in the hospital, maybe 15 days in 2016, that's incredible. So what do, what incredible. do Maddie's doctors you know, say? Do Maddie's doctors know that you're administering cannabis oil to her daily? And what do they yes. say? They are totally okay with it. They stand behind me 100%. And that's something that I did very differently than most cannabis parents is I wasn't going to hide. I don't hide. I'm very open. I'm very honest. I educate every person that comes into contact with Maddie about her cannabis use. I treat it like every other medicine. And I think because... I have shown them, you know, this is how my child uses it. This is how it works. And I've been so open. I think that's why I've never been in trouble. In fact, I've had my social workers are behind me 100%. Um, I've, you know, never had CPS involvement. I've never had anyone question that what I was doing was wrong for her. Um, And I think, you know, like I said, because they've seen that this is the only thing that works. And honestly, they failed her. You know, if I really wanted to pick apart her medical history and start going after lawsuit after lawsuit, I could, but I choose to be positive and instead re-educate the medical community on why we can't wait. Kids like my daughter are dying every single day and it breaks my heart to try to help these poor children get medicine and you know, I've had two children with Zelliger syndromes. Their parents reached out to me for them to get meds. They were in other states, one in another country, and the babies died within hours of going to get their authorization, within hours so, of being admitted to a hospital. 
So, so Megan, the average person might ask, why can't you just go into a recreational pot store and purchase some pot oil for Maddie? But she requires a special high dose of cannabis oil preparation called FICO, right? What is FICO and why can't yes. you just go and get it at a, dispen- at, a, at a rec store? Right. So FICO is full extract cannabis oil. You use a very high alcohol content, like an Everclear alcohol, over 100 proof alcohol, um, to pull out the medicinal properties of the plant. Um, And so for Maddie, when you do that process, you have to be very careful and it has to be very clean and the plants have to be very clean. And when I say clean, I mean zero pesticides. So Washington allows 300. So there's problem number one with the store. They already allow pesticides. And two, they do not sell a full extract oil. Um, the state has been promising they would start carrying even an RSO. And I have yet to even find a Rick Simpson oil, which is similar. It uses a grain alcohol um, instead of like an Everclear. Um, but they, I have yet to see even those in the stores. And, you know, it's, it's really sad to me that they made all these promises to patients and none of them are true and there are no products for patients. And when people are reaching out to me and saying, do you know of safe places to go? I say, no, we are relying on the community to donate medicine to us, which, which is, is it, putting which, them at course, risk as well. Which, which is illegal. Right. Yes. And it's against you know, the law Washington in this state. state. Yes. Yes. Washington state says it's wrong. But when I have people that so first, are first, they make a law that makes it really, really hard for you to find your medicine. And then they make a, the same mm-hmm. law says it's illegal to give somebody any of this medicine. It's like they're trying to right. kill your, and your that's, kid. Yes. And that's the part that really frustrates me and, you know, why I decided to kind of go on this mission of positive change and decide, no, I'm not going to leave where I choose to live. Yes, I am going to accept donations of a life-saving medicine because I couldn't afford it without the community behind me. And that's what's also so unique about my daughter is 100%, 100%, even her topicals have been donated by the community by these people that they say are bad and doing bad things when all I've seen is compassion and love and people saying, I don't care what the government says. I'm going to help you save your child. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws here. Word from our sponsors and advertisers. We're just getting started, so don't go anywhere. Come right back. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com. Is a publicly listed company on the OTC symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, 
shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Joining me on Hemp Present is medical marijuana patient, parent, and activist, Anadina Stanger. Last October, and Adina Stanger waited in a South Weber, Utah parking lot as her husband did some shopping with her two young daughters. And Adina suffers from Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, a rare, painful, and potentially lethal genetic tissue condition. And after trying a plethora of pharmaceutical drugs, like so many others, Stanger discovered that cannabis did wonders to manage her pain and discomfort. Staying behind in the family car in order to steal a few puffs of pot because that day she was experiencing the painful symptoms of her disorder. And Adina, who uses a wheelchair, lit a joint took a few puffs off of it, and then rolled down the window to let the smoke out. A passerby smelled the cannabis wafting out of her car and called the police. By the time the cops had arrived, Stanger's husband had returned with the kids, which created a real problem for Enadina. The 27-year-old medical patient was promptly arrested, booked, and released after being charged with third-degree felony child endangerment and misdemeanor possession of a controlled substance. The felony charge was eventually dropped, but the conditions of the probation Stanger received prohibited her from using cannabis in the presence of minors. The family immediately relocated to the state of Colorado, where Stanger can legally treat the ravages of her condition. But the move has been, has been challenging, as all of Stanger's friends and relatives still reside in Utah. But the most important reason for the family to have moved from Utah is the fact that Stanger's two daughters, Elena Four and Ava Three, have also been diagnosed with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. And Adina, what was the experience like of being arrested in a public parking lot? How did that all come down? How did that make you feel? Well, it was honestly the worst moment of my life. And unfortunately, it'll probably be the memory, the first memory of my oldest daughter's life. Um, So the story, like we went and left the house because we were selling our house because of all this medical stuff and problems. And then it was just a last minute showing. We took everything out of the house because obviously you're not going to let people walk around in Utah with, you know, your medicine out. And so we took it and um, thankfully um, um, we had it because my vertebrates had fallen out. And so I sent my husband and both of my daughters into a store and it was um, and like a store like I was out in the parking lot in the middle of nowhere, like the windows were down. So I wasn't around anybody. And then they came back in and I have to use potent strands, obviously, of cannabis. And so we had gone to another parking lot. And I had been popping in my bones. So I was doing better. But my oldest daughter is my little nurse. And she's like, I'm not leaving mom alone when dad goes and runs in to get like milk for us. And so she stayed with me. 
and I had not been using. And my husband and my my youngest daughter went in really fast just to get some groceries because it still wasn't time to go back to our house yet. And then that's like literally we were pulling up with the vehicle, the person at the exact same time. Like I saw him eyeing us and like there was a little thing in the parking lot and then he walked right by the van and right away I just got a sinking feeling and I called my husband and I was like, I don't feel right about this. Like, like I knew I wasn't using, but I know that there was a smell and all the windows were open. So there was no like second hand or anything, but it was just a smell and it's a, you know, <laughs> very pungent odor. And so right within a few minutes, I had called my husband. I was like, hurry up. And things went too long in the store on his end. And I was just sitting there talking to my daughter and I wasn't even thinking about anything. And all of a sudden there was a cop car in front of us, a cop car behind us and two officers came and my daughter just like, and I had had a premonition. I was just like, something's not right. Something's not right. And I saw the cars and I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's happened. Like, how that, how that make you feel? How did it make you feel to be busted in public? It was a horrible. Like, all, obviously, all of like everybody in the parking lot was around. The person that had called the cops on us was sticking around to make sure we had gotten our due, you know. And like everybody was st- there, and I was so embarrassed. I mean, we're in a big wheelchair van. My husband had been on national TV like the season before on American Ninja did Warrior. They, did they? Did they take you into the to the uh, police precinct? You know what? They would have, but my husband came out. I was I'm obviously Hispanic. I was sitting there. I didn't have makeup on. I didn't look. You know, I wasn't all dressed up or anything. And I, they were like, "Who's your husband? Who's your husband?" And they saw some Hispanic kid coming out. And they're like, is that him? Is that him? And I was like, um, no. <laughs> and thankfully, my adorable ninja white guy came out. <laughs> and the cops were like, oh, okay. And we'll talk to him. And they told my husband that they were going to charge me with child endangerment and that they would charge him with child endangerment because I was hurting my kids because I, he was letting them like use this around me or around the do, kids. Do you, do you like, feel that your ethnicity is an issue in Utah? Uh, yeah, (laughs) like I know that there's always the boy who cried wolf and I will never say that. I never said that to the judge. And afterwards, afterwards, we had found out that, that it had played a role. Unfortunately, it had. And that's the problem. It's like, I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what, how sick you are, whether you're in a wheelchair or whether you're walking. Pain is pain. Oh, relief from suffering is relief. And the cop came up to me and he's like, you're just like a meth mom. Like, what are you doing? And I was huh. like, are you kidding me? I was like, this is the only way I tried everything. My father is an, a lawyer. He was an FBI agent. He served his country well. I respect and honor the laws of the land. But as one of my favorite quotes is on what basis can we morally resist tyranny i say to you with all the fervor of my soul that god intended men to be free rebellion against tyranny is a righteous cause and i believe that with every ounce of my soul we are fighting a righteous cause because people need nature and adina you and your husband are mormons 
and the Mormon yeah. religion does not allow for inebriance, but you're using cannabis as a medicine. How do you think that cannabis should be treated by the Mormon church? So, and I have talked, I thankfully have had the ability to talk to the best people in the church and the most high ups of the high ups because I have a very unique situation. And I tell you, it is not against the laws of God or any doctrine of the LDS church to use cannabis it, it as medicine. Of course, just like any other thing, our bodies are sacred. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, I physically try as much as I can to eat and exercise and do all of that stuff. And like, that's the thing. If there is a useful medicine for it, I am sure that Robitussin, what is that? Alcohol. Um, uh, I need caffeine to raise up my heart rate. Um, if I had to drink a coffee or pass out, the church understands. God understands. It's not a church of just laws and laws and laws. Like, it is a church of God, and God is love and compassion. Like, God is nature. You know, I don't drink alcohol or use tobacco either. Um, you just, you, you all just picked up and left Colorado like, like what, three days after being arrested in Utah? Did you leave yes. your belongings behind? I mean, what was that like just picking up and leaving everything behind? It was a nightmare. Our daughter had just started preschool. And I mean, most people, it does, it's not a big deal. But for my baby, it was. <laughs> she was so excited. And we had just started preschool. And it broke her heart. Like she had packed her show and tell bag <laughs> to take with her. And she never got a chance to go back mm. to school. You know, we, it was within three days. This happened October 1st, Thursday. That weekend, it was Sunday we drove out because me and my husband were just so scared. And the cop was like, no, this is child endangerment. It's not like a possession. I'll take that. Like, I took the plea for possession because, yeah, I get it. It's stupid law that it's, it makes were, it illegal. Were the, cops, were the cops mean to you? Yeah. <laughs> At first, they were really, really rude. They didn't back off. Until they saw they no, the they wheelchair. Had no compassion. They had no compassion for. No compassion. No compassion. Your, your situation. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not about religion. It's not about race. It's not about anything. It's just about we are all human beings. We're all souls. Like that's we right. all deserve something to relieve suffering. And if it is a plant that won't harm you, as opposed to some pills that you're forced to take that put you in and out of emergency rooms. I'm sorry, my girls have Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, and I will not send them to the emergency room cycles that I know don't work. I am living proof. That's why I took myself off of pharmaceuticals, because I wanted to prove to my daughters that they will never, ever have to be slaves to, to, to some medical society that tells them, this is what you have to take, or you're going to die. No, God gave us cures for everything. If we look in the earth, if we look in the minerals, if we look in the animals and the compassion of other creatures, it's all here. We just have to look. So true. And Adonia, you say on the day you were busted that your collarbones had separated. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like? Can you describe the sensation? Honestly, aside, aside from all the other pain, the collarbones separating, I'm just used to. At this point, like, that was the new thing for that week. My rib cage is totally mobile now. 
Um, you were talking my, about popping in your bones that day? Yeah. yeah. So your bones pop out of the joints? Yeah. So with that, so because of all the soft tissue, all the damage to the collagen, the soft tissue doesn't hold anything. It's like rope that doesn't hold. So, and it's been dislocated so much. Like my first thing that fell out was I was trying to pick up my daughter and my shoulder came out, like the whole shoulder. It just like was crazy. And within less than two years, every single bone in my body has become completely mobile. Like that's why we don't understand like my hip, my husband just twists in my femur. Like it's like a screw. Like he doesn't, he has to even like, he's like, I just have to think of it like a car and then I can do it. You know, like he pops in my fingers, my neck. I mean, what, even what happens like, when you smoke pot? What does it, what does it change? Everything. Honestly, it relieves the muscles. So the muscles are overstrained all the time because the tendons are so torn and shredded. So the muscles are always cramping. So when I have cannabis, the right strains of cannabis, it'll stop the muscle cramping. Um, I Because my brain stem is mobile now. So like at first they thought I had MS. And we've recently discovered there's a lot of MS, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome links. And in the worst cases, like it's all the same. Like there's days that my brain stem has slipped and I'm a vegetable, literally a vegetable. I can't move anything. I can't even talk. My husband has to do everything for me. And then there's days that because of just amazing miracles and because of cannabis and because of natural healing, I can play with my daughters. The first time I have twirled my daughters was this last weekend when I finally got off the pharmaceuticals and trusted in nature for the first time, I was crawling on the floor, twirling my babies, and they were so happy. And if wow. any other child can get that, if anybody that's, else can deal with that pain through this, that's, that's all we just, need. And Adina Stanger, you are an inspiration. Your struggle that you're going through is the reason that we fight this struggle every day for people just like you. It's such a pleasure talking to you. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, you and your wonderful family. I hope that you'll check in with us when you come to Seattle um, and think about coming to Seattle Hemp Fest. Thank you so much for being on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. Good luck with all of your endeavors. Thank you. That concludes this installment of Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. Email me at hempresent at gmail.com. I'll give that email again in a few seconds. Join me next week for some more cannabis confabulation and reefer repartee with some hempy hero on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then, my friends, stay strong, stand tall, and toke it easy. And don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail.com. The Hempresent theme song, Take Back. The plan is performed by Stickerbush, sung by a much younger version of myself. Turn up the music, Maestro, because I'm out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.